why is that Vegas beer better than all the other Vegas beers? You know, because Vegas is such a beer wasteland. It is a craft beer wasteland. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to a Sin City episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Elvis. <laughs> I'm Brian. And uh, on the on the little black box, Mr. Uh, Producer Dolan again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that was actually decent. Actually went bad. <laughs> nice. So Dolan brought us this beer, too. Yeah. he's uh, He's been squirreling these away, I think. I think so. Just for the right opportunity. To now, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to taint it at all. Yeah. Okay. I like to say poo-poo. I don't want to poo-poo it. Don't want to poo-poo it. But this wasn't one of Dolan's favorite beers when, that uh, oh he had there in in uh, Las Vegas. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to let that Mm-mm. knowledge Mm-mm. creep into our minds. No, our palates. Because maybe we be. maybe we'll like it. Maybe I like sour. I like yeah. pineapple. I like Vegas. I like Vegas. Uh, so this beer is called Ninth Island Pineapple Sour from a Love Lady Brewing Company. Yeah. And it's actually Henderson. Whoa. Ooh. It's a little carbonated. Yeah, that's good. It's actually Henderson, which is just outside of yeah. Las Vegas. I think it's still in Clark County. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a little skill I've been picking up lately. I've been auditing files like crazy. Yep. And I have to check every county, you know, for people, where people work and live. Hmm. And I'm learning counties like crazy. So I know that Reno is in Washoe County. Washoe. And uh, Vegas is in Clark County. Hmm. I've got a bunch of other ones memorized, but, you know, that's probably about where we're at. So we're down in Clark County, hmm. Nevada. Dolan, I know you didn't like this beer. Do you want some of it? Is that... Uh, where's your cup, Dolan? Yeah, where's your glass? Mm, I always forget it. I think it's behind Jeez. you on the on the shelf yeah. over there. I know Clark County because of Pawn Stars. Uh, the Beard of Knowledge works at the Clark County uh, Museum. I know, that's the Amish-looking dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's smart. I met him in a parking lot. We ambushed him one time. He was walking to his car. Yeah. We were at Gold and Silver Pond, yeah. and uh, we were eating across the parking lot at, at Rick's Barbecue Place, and we saw him walking out after they got done filming, so we busted ass over there and yeah. uh, and uh, took a picture with him. Oh. So, totally ambushed him. You know, I bet in his wildest dreams, he never thought when he was going into the field, nope. he was doing like, I'm going to be on TV. No nope. Celebrity. Never. Weird. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. So, all right, let's give this let's give this one a shot because I like pineapple and I like sour beers and uh, and here's what I don't like I don't like craft beer in in Las Vegas but we'll get to that in just mm. a minute here. Well, I do some of it. You know, Dolan, I don't know what you didn't like about this. Yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah, um, it's not. It comes off more sweet to me than sour. Mm, yeah, it has good fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. It's the aftertaste is is true to pineapple because yep. you get that sort mm-hmm. of like in the back of your throat. Look at the look on his face; he still doesn't He's like scarred. it. Scarred. Yeah, I I think it. You know, when you have bad you know, acid reflux, mm, yeah, and you burp kind of 
puke up oh, in boy. your throat. Okay. Yep. That's what that's happening? exactly Wait what it a minute though, like. but that's what that's generally the sourest of sour beers is kinda has that effect though, right? But I like acidic. sour beers. It's, it's just this one is hmm. maybe it's too close to what my puke tastes like. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning for this, you. Here we puke of averse people. This week on a beer with Atlas, we're drinking Dolan's vomit. Vomits in a can. <laughs> that's. But gross. you know what? If you nope, I'm not gonna say that because that's gross. I was gonna say if it tasted this good, I would go for it, but I'm not gonna mm. say that. So here's <laughs> here's the thing. I have generally been disappointed with the craft beer that comes out of Las Vegas. Yeah. Right. There right. Are, there are some craft. There are a couple of them there that are just. Awful. Hmm. Okay. Not great at all. Sure. If I were at a bar okay. in Las Vegas, and this was one of the choices, and yeah. I ordered it, I wouldn't be mad. It has a candy sweetness to me. That's what it tastes like. Yeah. You know, like a like a sour candy that has a shell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a mm. like a sour like a sweet tart or something. That's what the the sugary mm. taste reminds me of. The sweet tart is actually a really yeah. good. Uh, like that's yeah. to me what it is. Yeah. This would be good when it's hot out. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, you're, you know your skin's on fire, mm-hmm. and you've already put all the sunblock on you can, mm-hmm. and then you just drink this, and mm-hmm. you don't worry about your sunburn <laughs> anymore. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So, I, hmm. yeah, I don't. Want, I, I I like it. I'm okay with it. Wow. I'm not. We don't agree on everything. Well, then I no. guess we'll just finish that. One. I'm going to finish. This one. <laughs> yes. So, so here's here's the thing. Love Lady Brewing Company is located at 20 South Water Street in Henderson, Nevada. Henderson is just north of. Is it north of Vegas? Sure, north ish, maybe. Uh, located in downtown Henderson, five miles from the Henderson Convention Center. Here's what's fun about the whole thing, and they, I think they're very proud of this. There's no smoking and no gambling. At their facility. Boring. If you want to get away from it in Las Vegas, that's where you're, you're going here to the brewery. No smoking, no gambling. Hmm. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. But you know what? So I was in Vegas literally eight days ago. Mm-hmm. And I was at a craft beer brewery. Okay. On Fremont Street. And there was no smoking and no gambling. Okay. And that was on Fremont Street. So it's not unique then? No. Mm, okay. They made it seem rather unique. Well, I mean, it's probably unique as in most places you can smoke and drink and gamble, but mm. as far as beer places go, let's see. No dice. I was at least in one. Hmm. Literally no dice. So. No dice. No dice. Right. All right. So hours Monday noon to 9, Thursday, Tuesday through Thursday noon to 10, Friday, Saturday noon to 11, Sunday noon to 8. So definitely not Las Vegas. Mm-mm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Business. No. Can't support that. No. So here's kind of the story behind these two. So four dudes started this. Okay. Four brothers. Whoa, that's four a lot of brothers. brothers. Yeah. Twin brothers, Richard and Robert, started brewing in their backyard at age 17. Oh, <laughs> sketchy. Viva Las Vegas, baby. Hey, they're probably brewing root beer their first couple totally. of matches, I bet. Little sarsaparillas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, immediately, they called it uh, Dick and Bob's Brew. Get it? Richard and Robert, Dick and Bob's. Yes, yeah. I'm yep. glad I, I was almost not to taking a drink, and I would have did a spit take <laughs> spit at that tech. one. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many years later, they were joined by the two older brothers, Jeffrey and Jerry, and uh, their lifelong friend and beer guy, Mike Brooke, joined them, and they created Love Lady Brewing Company. Love Lady is their last name. Oh, so that's cool. Robert, wow. Richard, uh, Jerry, and Jeffrey. Dick, Dick Love Lady. Dick Love Lady. Huh. 
Cool. Don't laugh at the guy. I'm laughing name? at the guy. What's his well, name? Because I'm thinking like they're they're you know no smoking, no gambling, and they name their brewery Love Lady and the can and everything. They're not Amish. What are you? And they were brewing beer in their backyard at 17. <laughs> 17. 17. But now it justifies everything yeah. that their last name is Love Lady. That's good. It's there a good go. tie-in. That's I, think, an, I uh, like that name. Yeah, it's a, it's Love fine. Lady. I, yeah. Got a nice logo on their can. I, I've just seen the angel, or it looks like Cupid on the back. That's the only thing I've seen so mm. far. There's a, a nice little sunbather girl on there. Oh, so okay. It's very attractive. Almost looks like a GTA. Grand Theft Auto? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. 5%. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, I mean, it must be close to Vegas because they're showing the strip on the can. Uh, isn't, if you take Las Vegas Boulevard, Boulevard straight north and you go past the Rio and then mm-hmm. past Gold and Silver and then past Fremont Street, yeah. like you eventually run into Henderson. I, I would think. assume so, yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't gone further north than that. Yeah. The, so. the pull for me when I'm in there is just Vegas. Oh. I love you Las ever, Vegas. I do too. I love it. Oh, I love it. The lights, the 24 hours a day, the gambling, the excess, the. Yeah. People watching. People. Dude, oh the gosh. people watching is off the chain, as the kids yes. say. Oh, my yes. gosh. It's so good. And it's they've cleaned it up a lot, which I'm not a fan of. I like Dirty uh, Vegas. Mm. Like 10 years ago, amazing. Well, if you go down to Fremont Street, there's still like like yeah. dudes wearing like, yeah. like uh, what, was the, what was the other, like, a couple years back? Yeah, he's wearing like a duct tape bikini. Oh, yeah. Just That's, around his yep. junk, right? Okay. I mean, that was it. And it was a dude. Yeah. When I was there uh, a few days ago, they had there were some girls that were dressed up like showgirls. Sure. And they were wearing basically nothing, and they would run up to dudes and grab onto them, and then you'd have to give them money, and they'd give you a picture. <laughs> yep. So that was a thing that they were doing. Of course. Uh, but then most of the homeless folks that were down there used to just be like money for whatever. Now they just wanted actual marijuana, because it's legal there. That's all they want. So it was. they had a sign that was just like, Hey, weed, just give it to me. Just give me weed. I don't even want the money. That's another step I have to do. Just give me the mm-hmm. marijuana. So that was, that was a, you know, a modern times, modern solutions meme mm-hmm. in real life. Right high there. times. Did you go high times well, there? You could have. Fun story about uh, the showgirls and pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, not knowing Vegas that oh, well, oh, or we at all, yes. it happened to me because Pete and Justin had that, <laughs> yeah, Pete and Justin yeah. had that uh, sticker contest that one mm-hmm. time at TravCon where you get the best picture with mm-hmm. their sticker yeah. somewhere in the photo. So I thought it would be funny. Oh, I'm going to slap a sticker on a showgirl and get a picture and right. send it to Pete and Justin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that picture, they were going to you know push me for $40. Ooh. And right. <laughs> recruiter Becca knew and just laughed at me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't give him money. No, no I wouldn't. Just laughed money. at him. Yeah. In fact, yes. she had my phone, took the picture, and walked away, and then yeah. just laughed from afar. Yes. <laughs> that was a good call. That's what you do to Vegas rookies, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, for sure. Exactly you what you do. Them. I mean, you help them out so they don't go to jail, but you don't, like, give them money or anything. <laughs> the very first year we were uh, we went to TravCon here in Las Vegas, uh, Mike Spees was with us. This is back when he was a recruiter still. Mm. So early days of Atlas, right? Yeah. Six plus years ago. Uh, and Spees likes to go out. He likes to get up early and yeah. go walking. So we went, got up early, walked the strip or whatever, and... Uh, there was a homeless dude right out in front of Paris that ambushed him. Yep. And all he wanted was money for crack. Mm. That's it. Yeah. I need money for crack. And Speed's was like, I ain't got no money for crack or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. That this dude looked like crazy hair. Mm-hmm. We saw him there later. He was sleeping on the on yep. the side of the Must not know, have got the crack. Didn't get he the was crack. Asleep. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, no that's longer. the thing about Vegas, man. You just never know what yep. you're gonna get into. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and there's some, you know, some people are just built for Vegas and some are not. My wife hates it. Really? Hates Vegas. Wow. So the only time I get to go is with my buddy Mark. Okay. So it's his birthday, January 13th. So we usually try to go every couple of years around his birthday. And so that's, that's why you went recently? I was there. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Hmm. All right. So what else you got on this thing? That was it. I like this beer so much, I just drank all of mine. Yeah, it's you did. Gone. Wow. Is there anything left in the can? Yes, there okay. is. I'll drink what you got. You can have it. Wow. Okay. Because I got some stuff to talk about. All right. All right. What's this beer called? It's called Ninth Island Pineapple Sour. You know why it's called Ninth Island? Ninth That's Island. also actually a nickname of Vegas. That's one of Vegas's nicknames. Ninth hmm. Island? Ninth Island. I'd never heard of this before. I've never heard of this. And here's why. Okay. Because I was like, okay, there's got to be a connection here. Sure. And it connects to the pineapple. Okay. And, and basically, long story short, I'll give you a little history of it. Ninth Island is Hawaii. There's eight islands in Hawaii, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay. Vegas is the ninth island, and here's why. Lots of people from Hawaii come to Vegas, either okay. to live, to work, to party, whatever they do. Vegas is the spot. Every year in Vegas, there's 40 high school reunions from high schools in Hawaii. They have them in Vegas. Okay. One out of every 10 Hawaiians visits Vegas every year. For real? Wow. 10% of the population comes to Vegas every year. What? Yeah. And it's all because of, basically it started out this one place called the California Hotel down near Fremont Street. Okay. And this is in the early 70s, I believe, somewhere in there. And basically it was, when it first started out, as the name sounds, California, it was based on California. So the rooms had like different California themed, um, San Francisco, you know, Sacramento, L.A., all that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, and the guy that was running the place um, kind of started noticing that he was seeing a lot of Hawaiian people in town, and he decided that he was going to start marketing specifically to Hawaii and Hawaiian folks. It still exists. There you go. It's still there. Look at this. If you Google California Hotel Las Vegas, it's yeah. still a place. And they started making the rooms look like Hawaiian-themed rooms. Oh. Right? And basically he discovered and this is going to be stereotypical but they're going to say it's true and that's how it was worded on their website but um utah and hawaii are the only states that don't have any gambling at all so you want to gamble you can't do it in those two states have any kind of gambling None. whatsoever not even like bingo no no uh, uh no power cards no powerball nothing pickle cards right and in the, I guess in the Asian communities, there's some like poker and some other games are, are popular. Gambling's mm-hmm. a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because of the Asian influence in Hawaii, um, there's gambling that they want to do, but they can't in the state. So the closest place to go that had gambling was Reno, Nevada. And that's where everybody used to go and until this hotel, California, came in and said, hey, just fly down here. It's a little bit farther, but it's nicer. We got a big hotel. You can basically have the run of the place. Hmm. So that's where basically started setting up so Hawaiians would come there. Interesting. And they would have, um, it didn't change very often. As you saw in the picture, it looks like it's pretty much the same. Pretty similar. They were talking about, I was reading a story about it in like a local uh, Vegas news story where they had a, a machine that grandma had played and the mom had played and now the daughter had played in the same spot in the casino. So it's not like Sweet. most casinos where you're used to or I'm used to. Mm-hmm. If you go there every two years, it's different. Everything's changed and gone. This yes. is like they just made it and they left it alone. Hmm. And they also call it like 
there's a name that they use, a term, but um, it's like being at home. The people that stay at this hotel, mm-hmm. um, there was a, a lady that said she goes there six times a year and she stays at this hotel. Yeah. And a lot of time her husband will be like, I don't want to go there. Let's go somewhere else. And she's like, that's fine. You do your thing. I'm going to Vegas. She stays at the same hotel room. She sees the same people that work and are there gambling. She said, you just wear slippers and walked around. It's like your family reunions in the hotel because hmm. it hasn't changed. And it's specifically for those folks. And that's not an uncommon thing in Vegas. Like there was just, I was talking to a cab driver that I had that picked us up and took us to Fremont uh, on a Sunday morning at about, it was about five in the morning when we we, uh, decided to go down there. Yikes. And we drove by this huge casino and we had been in Vegas two years ago. They were, they're still building it and it opened for one year and it was owned by, I don't know if it was Chinese government or Chinese somebody, but it was a China was owned it and it was Chinese themed and it was specifically for Chinese people to fly and stay off the strip in Vegas. Okay. And it was super duper expensive. And they came to find out they did not want to stay off the strip. They wanted to be on the strip and where the action was. And it was open for one year and now it's closed. It was abandoned after one year of being open. A huge hotel. What? Casino just sits there behind a gate. Huh. So like it's been done before and it's been done since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is why... It's called the Ninth Island because there's so many Hawaiians. And mm. and it's kind of interesting. I didn't know this, but at the time I was there, um, I had uh, I was waiting for my flight to leave and come back to, to Omaha. And the guy that ran the restaurant I had lunch at was like a California pizza kitchen. He mm-hmm. was from Hawaii. Um, two of the people that I talked to in the airport that work for the airline were from Hawaii. So I was like, oh, this actually is playing out to be true. At least the people that I met thing. and talked to were all from, from there. Hmm. Um, let's see. What was the guy's name? Sam Boyd. That's the guy that owned the hotel and started marketing. It's called Boyd's. And then there's mm-hmm. like, that's a name that's fairly popular down in Boyd's Vegas. gaming is a, yeah, yes. that's a, that, yeah. Okay. So that's who was, that's who had the idea. Um, let's see. What was it else? Cheaper. Oh yeah. And one of the reasons they said, why do so many Hawaiian people come and live in Vegas? And they said, because like Hawaii, Vegas, their economy is based on tourism. Okay. So you can have a, you know, a hotel job or a bartender's, you know, skills you can learn in Hawaii are very applicable in Vegas. And then it's cheaper to live in Vegas by a lot versus Hawaii, right? So just financially. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing, um, a lot of them, I guess, or some of them are Mormons. And there's a lot of Mormons from like Salt Lake City that moved to Vegas to for some Vegas. reason. Okay. Um, and so that's like a big connection uh, and like another, not a direct way, but just a line, mm-hmm. a pipeline of people coming from hmm. there to, to Vegas. Interesting. So there's like Hawaiians that live in Salt Lake City and then come to Vegas. Huh. So Interesting. I, yeah, that was something I did Is there a know. big Mormon population in Hawaii then? Is that, that I don't know. That I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to make it. I'm just I'm making a generalization there. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's it could be. Hmm. Um. Let's see. What else did I learn? Oh, so that was a nickname I didn't know about at all. Sure. But then I wrote down some other nicknames of Vegas. Okay. City of lost wages. Yes. City of second chances. Hmm. This one I like is called the Boneyard. Hmm. Because of all the deconstruction happening, so oh. they're tearing down all the time and mm-hmm. building something up. Yeah. So it always looks like skeletal. Buildings are always in mm-hmm. in flux. Interesting. And it's also the marriage capital of the world, they call it. Our friends uh, and fellow Atlas employees, Matt and Missy Lawhorn, got married there. Really? And then got remarried there. Nice. 
That's my alarm. Recently. My, yeah, just recently. Were you there? You were not there. No, that was the year before my first year. The year before. So say that would have been a daily video. Three years ago? Yeah. So we, uh, it was probably their 20th wedding anniversary. Is they uh, they were just poor, you know, younger kids, yep. and they got married there in Vegas at the uh, Little White Wedding Chapel, just down from... Uh, Saw it the other day. Yeah, as you drive right past it, right? It's between the Strip and Fremont. So we set this whole thing up. I helped Matt set it up, and there was, there was a ton of Atlas people who were all wearing Where You Belong shirts, right? Yeah. Tons of Atlas nurses went that were there nice. at Travcon, right? And we went down there, like, well, here's what's happening. And they were yeah. super excited to be there. And... Uh, so I, it was me and Adam Colette. It was our job to get Misty down to the, to the you know, to mm-hmm. surprise her or whatever. Oh, she didn't know this was happening. New uh, Matt surprised her with the whole thing. Okay. Um, I went to the, there's a candy shop in the basement of the of Bally's. Okay. And I got one of the, a ring pop. Nice. So I used a ring pop as like, you know, that's <laughs> to renew their vows or whatever. I thought that was funny. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so we're, we're in an Uber, we're driving down there and we told her, we, okay, you got to come down and help us, uh, jump off the stratosphere. We're having, Adam's taking people to jump off oh, the stratosphere, right? Yeah. Cause that's a thing. Yeah, it is. And Adam has done that before. Anyway, so we drive right past the stratosphere. She doesn't notice. She's like on her phone, like yeah. blah, 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 talking to nurses, whatever. And, uh, we go and she's like, Hey, look, that's where I got married. And we like pulled in yeah. to the spot and she's like, what are we doing here? I'm like, Oh, I just want to go see it or whatever. And completely oblivious until we got in there and she saw matt and everybody else yeah like she's like i don't know what we're doing here but okay i'm just along for the ride wow it was awesome that's, that's really cool. cool we had a whole chapel full of atlas employees atlas travelers it was nice it was pretty kick-ass that is good yeah i like that that's a good story i want to jump off the stratosphere <laughs> i do not no. i think it would be a lot of fun i don't even want to get on mm. it in there uh there's been a couple of gosh I can't, uh there, oh man there's been a few um uh, uh megan Megan Shaw jumped off. I want to say this is right. I want to say, and I screwed up her name. I know she didn't travel first, first anymore. She went perm. Used to be an Atlas traveler. Screamed the whole way down. <laughs> I've heard this story. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. And then hit the ground, still screaming. Yeah. Right? They're taking the harness off of her. She's still Still screaming. screaming <laughs> shaking, screaming. Yeah. Might have peed a little bit. I would have peed a lot of bit. Ooh boy, she loved it though. It was fun. Oh, no. Man, yeah. I would... I'm not. I want to do I'm not built for that sort. I of want to skydive too, but no, no. <laughs> well, you can do that in Vegas too. You better teach us how to run these controls first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I don't know what those yeah. knobs are on that box over yeah, there. I don't know. I need oh. to be able to turn those knobs. Dolan, I wish you brought two of these beers back. Yeah, well, I'll drink some. I'm sorry. Why is that Vegas beer better than all the other Vegas beers? You know, because Vegas is such a beer wasteland. It is a craft beer wasteland. And I don't want to name any Sin City Brewing Company out loud. <laughs> My God. It is just, it's just, it, not only is it. Yeah, but that's not supposed to be good. But it's not. But People are going to Vegas not to drink craft beer. They're going to get hammered on big yard cups of daiquiris and drink cheap pitchers. But, but that doesn't make any sense, though. It doesn't make any sense because you go there. It's opulence, right? It's, yeah. it, and so you go there to eat steak. That comes from the Midwest, so we can get here for a third of the cost, but you're paying a hundred dollars a steak there yeah. or whatever. But you go do it, right? You you go to you go to Hell's Kitchen or you go to uh, uh, what, what's the, what's the other dude, the the Bobby Flay, yeah, or you know you go to any of those. It, Gordon Ramsay probably has a bajillion restaurants oh, there yeah. now. He's right? got one for sure. I know. Too many of them where your yeah. you know your bill at the end of the night is in the two hundred three hundreds. 
Right. When you can have the exact same meal here in Omaha yeah. for a hundred bucks or 75 bucks or See, whatever. That, that's the Vegas my wife likes. That's not the, I, dude, I, I bet you I spent $50 on food when I was in Vegas on my last trip. But why don't you get that opulence from craft beer there then? Well, you might just have to go off the strip to get it. I've been off the strip to get it. It's not there. It doesn't exist. I don't know. It does not exist. So if you find a craft beer in Vegas, send it in. There you go. If Dolan was still like recording that, I like my little rant down on, down on Fremont. I go What's there it called? every time. Banger. Banger. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's right under the zip line. I have tried every one of them. I haven't tried that one, but I've tried every try that one that I could possibly find. Uh, Thomas Piper has tried every one that he could possibly find, yeah. and it, it is a wasteland there. Well, I drank for the Chiefs game. We went there. Okay. And we were there for three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I tried every one of their beers. Okay. Maybe a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> and the two that I liked the best, the very best beer they had that day was a barrel-aged Wee Heavy. Yeah. So it was a Scotch Ale. It was on whiskey barrel it had coconut and vanilla okay and it was 13 and a half percent this thing was amazing and it was good and then they had a 14 percent imperial stout that was barrel aged that was chocolatey roasted almost like coffee and that one was great hmm. and they had some ipas and they had a, a dunkel i think they had a porter um they had a sour they had a it's like a peach sour i didn't try that one but um every time i've been there which is three times now the same guy's been working. He must be an owner or something there. Okay. And uh, it's a blast. It's fun. I love it there. It's great people watching because you can sit at the bar and look out the window and watch people walk by on Fremont Street. Oh. And uh, they have actual beer that I want to drink. I That's the only place I'll go to get. Because I, when I go there, I know I'm not getting good stuff no. except for that place. So we go to Fremont and we always go there. Then maybe times are changing then. Maybe. Because they've I think... Been, yeah, you know, they've been open about four years, I think, so... As as craft beer goes there, I, I know I'm probably relegated to Blue Moon, quite honestly. Like, that's oh, the best I can I get. I get Lagunitas IPA. That's yeah, well, there. you can get that everywhere. That's true. Depends on who owns the mm-hmm. casino, because some people have Goose Island and some people have Lagunitas. <sighs> yeah. But that's what you get. Bally's, the Bally's uh, pool, where we always have our uh, pool parties there mm-hmm. for Travcon, has 12th of Never. Oh, nice. Which is, I think, as as a canned yeah. Lagunitas beer. I mean, that's a, it's Lagunitas, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. That it, probably one of the better canned beers that they do. Yeah. That's just a basic, not much to I it. Know. I mean, it's good. You're not if you want to go someplace and drink a lot of beer, you go to like San Diego or right Asheville or you know Fort Collins. You're not doing that in Vegas. That's not why you're there <laughs> usually. I, I guess, but if you're gonna have a good meal and you have good wine, why can't you have a good beer? That's true. I guess I've never had good food in Vegas. I always go cheap. Hmm. So here's some research I did. Okay, and it's basically about the style. It's kettle sour. Okay. And we've not really talked about the differences. No. So we're going to go into it just a little bit. Okay. So it's really not a style of beer. It's a preparation of beer. Sure. Okay. So it's a, the style is sour. The way it's made sour is a kettle sour. Mm-hmm. And it's also, you've sometimes heard of it called a quick sour. Okay. So basically what it is, is you're spoiling the beer on purpose like you do in a barrel-aged sour or a wood barrel sour. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're doing it in stainless steel. You're doing it in the in the brewery itself, in, right? Oh, in the brew kettle. Yes. Oh. So that's why it's called a kettle sour, and you also can do it a lot faster. Okay. So a standard, if you're thinking of it like a Flanders mm-hmm. um, style, mm-hmm. those are usually going to take six months to a year, maybe longer, for them to actually sour on their own. Mm-hmm. Or this one, you're just like, oh, you want it sour? Okay. And you just make it sour. You pour it in and it does yep. it. And then it does its thing, and then you... Continue the process. So I was just going to write, I wrote down just a few things of these. 
Okay. Like how it works. Basically, you do it like a normal. You start it out. You boil your stuff. You cool it down. You add your lactobacillus, mm-hmm. which is the sour component, basically the yeast strain or whatever makes it sour. You let it sit for a couple days. And then you reboil. Okay. Activate that. Yep. Then you add your hops, cool down the wort just like normal, mm-hmm. add your yeast, and ferment it. Just the same. So the only difference really is you have a two-day waiting period where you're souring it, right? Sure. Okay. And then everything else is the same. Hmm. Now, one of the knocks you'll hear, like, if, if you're uh, someone that has palate, like Aaron Daly out there, mm-hmm. he'll say, like, it's kind of one note mm-hmm. with these sort of styles. Like, yeah. you're just getting that pineapple, right, or whatever. I can see that. And that's a, a knock against them. But the plus side is you can make them fast. You can do all sorts of different flavors with the same base, mm-hmm. you know, like um, cross train does with those 12 beers at Christmas time that they do. Right. You can't do that the standard way. Like you, kettle sour is the only way that's right. able, but also then you can try all sorts of crazy things. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, plus or minus, it depends on how, how nerdy you want to get about it or what your right. regulations are. You're not looking for complexity in this kind of beer though. No. And you're not you, going to get it. No. But in the other kind you can sure. in the barrel. So it's just mm-hmm. a matter of if you just want to know what you're getting into. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you buy something that says it's a kettle sour, you're going to know that it was made fairly quickly as far as process goes mm-hmm. as a sour beer. And also that you're not going to be looking, you know, like the mead we had the other day where it had four different layers of flavors. You're not going to get that in a, in a kettle sour. Right. Because it didn't have any time to, to do that. So that's really the difference between a kettle sour and just a normal sour. Because a, a standard sour, one that's organic, is something that's in a wood barrel and it takes its time. Sure. So that's, I just wanted to throw that out. It was okay. a little different. So. Interesting. I, I, watch out for that microphone. Watch out for the microphone. <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, and I and I appreciate, you know, complexity in beer, and I appreciate, but sometimes it's just you just want the straightforward, and I, I know I can get that out of a kettle sour, and I guess I never realized before that that's what a kettle sour really is, like it is that simple, yeah. And I don't know if simple is the right word. Like brewing beer is not simple at all, no. But the, just the, simple as in in the brewing process, you just add that little bit of time, and then bam, it's a sour. Yes, and it's. Um, I mean, it's faster. I've, I've learned from my friend Bobby Cross that, um, you know, brewing sours, because sours is arguably my favorite style yeah. of beer. I mean, next to IPAs and, and, and stuff, it's, sours are my favorite. Um, they've got a whole separate section there at Crossstrain now where they, where they do sours, because if, you, if any of this escapes, it could sour all Everything. the other beers. It would be really bad. It would be really, really bad. Yeah. I, I mean, never knew that before. I just thought it was just a process. So it was just whatever. We've had a couple sour beers Aaron's brought back from that covert place. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that's a place that brews them a traditional way, not a kettle sour. So that's why they they were brewing and making sour beers for over a year before they were even open to pour a single glass. Is this the like the open kettle or whatever? Is that the... Yeah, like that's, the... that's a way that you can do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is the bonus beer I brought. Mm-hmm. And... I felt like I needed to bring this because the way of Dol- the way that Dolan was talking about this one, I was scared. Okay, because he was like, ah, oh, like we needed yeah. a palate cleanser. So I was like, like, okay, well, so I went into the archives here, Uh-oh. and I brought Odell, mm. which we've had a few of theirs before. I love Odell. They have a cellar series, okay. so it means it was made on oak, mm-hmm. and this is a tropical fruit sour, mm. and it was bottled in 2018. Oh. I'll just read you what it says here, because it kind of ties into what we had here in in Vegas, the feel. Um, But it says, living in landlocked Colorado, we often dream of a tropical beach in a warm ocean breeze. That dream has inspired our newest cellar series offering. Oh, boy, that is a word. Onalicious. Onalicious. Hmm. 
A blend of tropical fruits creates an intricate flavor profile with powerful aromas of passion fruit and mango, while funky notes of ripe guava and sweet tamarind round out the shape of this deeply complex sour ale. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Toothprick umbrella not included. Mm. So... <laughs> It's some fun alliteration in there, too. There was, and yeah. I had never read that before, so hmm. it was a little dangerous. Interesting. Similar color coming out of the yep. out of the bottle there. It looks a lot very, more bubbles. Yeah, a little bit a little incarnated. So this has, uh, it's aged for a couple years now, then? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. There you go. Okay. Dylan, I'll be happy to, I'll be interested to get your take on this, too, to see what you think. Because... Uh, as much as I've learned from IPAs, and now I'm trying so hard to learn with stouts, that it can come in all shapes and sizes and yeah. flavors. And, and uh, I had a double IPA last night from a brand new brewery in uh, Estes Park, Colorado, called Avant Garde. And their, uh, their double IPA is great, but it looks brown like a brown lager. Weird. It's weird. Hmm. But it tastes like a double IPA, yeah. and it was, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely different ways to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, this is way more sour smelling. Yeah, it smells. All right, let's see. What do you think? Mm. I like that way better. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Well, let's see what we get to it. Hmm. I don't think it's as sour. I don't think the flavor profile is that much different. It's, it is more complex. It doesn't taste like sugar candy. No, it does like not. That's yeah. No, so it tastes more like fruit. The and sour you know component is the same, though. The sour component it's is not. A, yeah, the there's same. no more, more or less sour really. It's, it's just, funny that you keep bringing up that sugar sour candy because uh-huh. I hate it. I hate sugar sour candies. Yeah. Sweet tarts, you don't. Not, I don't do well, sweet you don't tarts. Like sprees, you don't. I like don't sprees. do sprees. Oh, I love. Yeah. I, I don't love do sour sprees. skittles. I don't do skittles. Mm. That's, wow. that's un-American right there. You don't do Skittles? <laughs> no, mm. no. M&M's, peanut butter M&M's. Oh, those are good. Those yeah. Are, yeah, those are pretty good. I too. like this a lot. This is, oh, here's the thing. Odell doesn't miss. Yeah, they're, they're usually pretty hit on. I mean, one of the complaints about them is they don't try a whole lot of um, different stuff, but they do kind of. You just have to look for it in these like one-off mm-hmm. series that they yeah. do. Like This is where they're going to get adventurous. Odell has arguably the most piney, pine coney. Uh, IPA, double IPA I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Couldn't finish it. It was too oh, much. Wow. And normally I'm like, whatever, I'll just drink Recently? anything. Recently? Uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, because yeah. if it wasn't, I bet you could finish it now. Oh, I probably could now. Yeah. Yeah, this was probably, this is probably a year and a half ago. Okay. I would probably seek it out now. So the other research I did is tied to Hawaii and tropical fruits and mm-hmm. um, also pop culture because that's what I like to of learn course. about. Right. And, and the first thing that came to my mind, and uh, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. I hope Dolan knows too. Right. Um, Brady Bunch. Sure. Oh, yeah. When they go to Hawaii. They go to Hawaii. They go to Hawaii. Three episodes. One of the first shows ever that went on location to shoot. So they actually went to Hawaii. They're yeah. not just like filming this in Los Angeles on the beach Correct. and saying it's Hawaii. Yes, they actually did. And that was one of the things I, when I was reading back and, and watching a little bit on YouTube, because I hadn't seen it in, you know, 20-something years, right? Right. A lot of the first, because there was a three-episode little, like, the start of the season, first episode, they go there. Mm-hmm. 
And the first episode is a lot of almost looks like a travel video. It's like a lot of not nobody's in the shot. They're just like scanning the beach and like looking at the trees. And you're just like, what is this? Like a and they're playing like the Hawaiian music. Yeah, it's almost like a what did I write down? Like a oh, what was the airline? United United Airlines. That's the airplane that they fly on. It was actually a United uh-huh. Airlines flight. Yeah, so it's like a United Airlines commercial. Is the, what the first episode really kind of felt like. <laughs> So I just wanted to run it past you. We'll talk a little bit about those episodes. Dolan, have you seen this? I recall seeing some of it in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Like it was next to like Leave It to Beaver and mm-hmm. and those kind of shows in the mornings my grandparents would watch. But yeah, I and, and by never... grandparents he means people our age. Yeah, potentially. No. Yes. Well, That's, a yeah. lot older. at that time. <laughs> yeah, at that time. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yes. So. Here's the first episode. It was episode one, season four. It was called Hawaii Bound. Then the second one was called Press the Taboo. Okay. And then the third one was called The Tiki Caves. Mm. So here's the story of, of, of what happens and how it's not plausible. <laughs> so Mike, who's an, like a, what does he do? What's his job? He's like an architect. He's an architect, yeah. And uh, his company's like, hey, uh, Mike Brady. We have this building we're building in Hawaii. Uh, we need you <laughs> to fly over and check it out. Uh, but go ahead and bring your whole family and your housekeeper. Of course. Company, you know, maybe the 70s was a little lax. I don't think we're doing that here. Yeah. I can't get to Vegas. Because but. we're building a building and there's no like on site right. management. Yeah, there there's no one to even, you know, oversee no, anything. No. Um, so they get there, they fly. Everybody's pumped to go to, to Hawaii. Of course. They get there and uh, they see. Basically, nothing has been built. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. It's like, okay, what are they here for? Because this is just a hole in the ground with some steel coming out of it. Sure. So then that's part of the episode. Then they start going and like, they meet a guy on the job site. He's like the contractor. Okay. Then also he becomes their tour guide and takes them around and does some stuff. So um, Because that's plausible. Yeah. Yeah. So his name was David, I remember. And he takes them around and does some stuff. Um, one of the best things was Alice gets laid. Whoa! Uh, not by Al the bartender. Oh, not, oh, not by the butcher. Sam the butcher. <laughs> Sam the butcher. Al it's the bartender. Actual, that's a different she could show. have been nailing Al the bartender. Maybe we don't. You know. never know. It was bowling you night. Don't know. Um, yeah. So she gets a bunch of them. Uh, so everybody, I think either they take theirs off and give them to her, or she gets a bunch. But basically, her whole face is covered, and that's that's comedy for 1970. Mm. Um, and then they. Which There's was, some comedy there, too. I'm not going to yeah, keep going. Please. I know what you're saying. Exactly. Uh, then they did something not weird, but you would do this if you went to Hawaii. They go to the Pearl Harbor Museum. Oh, sure. But they do it on the episode. Okay. And it's like, okay, this is a comedy, and it wasn't funny, mm, obviously. That's not funny at all. It was no. just really like somber and sobering, and it was just like, okay, hurry up and get past this. Like, right. I get it, but it's a you're down in my Brady Bunch show. Right. So then they go back no, to... No, no kamikaze jokes or no, anything? No, nothing like nothing. that. They just, they're in silence. They're just showing it, Whoa. which is why it was almost like a documentary. It was Whoa. weird. Okay. So they go back to the job site. And the kids, I think it's Cindy and, and Bobby, are messing around, and they find that tiki yeah. idol. Uh-huh. And one of the construction workers that's there is like, oh, no, that's bad. You, you know, you got, you got to get rid of that thing. It's yeah. kind of bad, bad vibes. And they're like, too bad. Bobby takes it. He puts a hole in it and makes a necklace out of it. Remember that? So then all the bad luck starts happening. And, you know, you're for the three episodes, you're basically trying to figure out, is it really bad luck? Yeah. Is it because of this idol? Or is it just stuff that can happen? Sure. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah. what are the things you remember? Do you remember anything? I, I don't remember any of it, no. The one that sticks out in my mind was the tarantula. 
Oh. In their room, they wake up and there's a tarantula on the. I think it's on Peter in the bed. <laughs> he's freaking out. He's like, uh, ah, there's a big tarantula. He's like, scream and yell, and sure. Mike runs in and saves him. Yep. Are there tarantulas on in Hawaii, actually? I mean, are there I don't actual think tarantulas? so. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. One of the other things that happens that was bad luck um, Greg Brady. Yep. Johnny Bravo. Yes. As you will. Mm-hmm. Um, he decides, hey, you know what? I, I want to enter the surfing contest. Sure. I don't really know how to surf. I live in California. <laughs> I mean, I've done it a couple of times, but I'm going to enter this contest. Mm-hmm. And by gosh, he does. And right before he goes and paddles out there, Bobby gives him the thing. Here, it's good luck charm. Puts oh, it on. Gives him the tiki. Goes out there and surfs. Gnarly waves. Yeah. I think I'm using that right. Not in a good way. No, he crashes. He wrecks. Mm. And you're, it's almost the end of the episode. And he doesn't come up. Oh. And all of a sudden, Mike Brady drops his briefcase or whatever he's holding. And he runs into the ocean. And he's wearing swim clothes, right? Sure. And you're almost like a cliffhanger. They're like, oh my gosh, did he die wow. in the ocean because of the necklace? But then they realize their you know, audience and they show Greg mm. stumbling out of the water. Sure. And he's fine. Yeah. They couldn't leave the episode there. Wow. Because nowadays you would have that. That would be the cliffhanger. Well, sure. In reality, Greg did know how to surf a little bit. Barry Williams, the actor. Yep. And they were going to have a stunt guy do it. He was like, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. Well, he did crash, and it was the one they caught on camera, but he almost crashed into this huge coral that was under there, and he did get cut up real bad. So like, when he came out, he was all bloody. Bloody. But it could have been way worse. Like He almost fell like face first onto the thing, and it would have yeah. been real bad. So they're like, hmm, maybe it was, really was that. Oh. Um, then... I learned to surf when I was in Hawaii. Did you? I did. This is a super side story. But that coral is no joke. Like, they told me, okay, because I was a skateboarder. Sure. I thought, okay, I could do this. Or I can balance. Yeah, or it's a balance. And honestly, it was just a matter of balance or whatever. But they said, okay, as you come in and you fall off your board, do not put your hands down. Like, your your instinct is to put your yeah. hands down to, you know, or whatever, because the coral is super sharp and it will cut you or whatever. Yeah. Sure enough, I mean, first time I went and I wiped out, yeah. put my hands down right on the coral, and, like, ah. and just like razor cuts. Oh. And then salt water makes it even that worse. That feels good. It just, oh, instant pain. And then I pulled my hands up out of the water. And Jenny's, so this is our honeymoon. Nice, so, that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I pulled my hands up out of the water and instantly just like just blood down my arms. Yeah. And she's like, freaks out yeah. or whatever. And, and then the sharks come. They were like little paper cuts. They really weren't, but God, they were painful. Holy yeah. shit, it was painful. That's what happened to Greg. Yeah, well, there you go. So a couple other things that happened to him. Uh, the kids are fighting in the hotel room, and he throws a pillow. And, it, and he, I think it was uh, Peter Ducks. It hits the wall, and this big thing that's on the wall falls down and crushes the bed. And he's like, oh, man, that almost hit me. Oh. And then uh, the next episode happens after the surfing accident. And uh, the guys are out doing their thing. And so the girls do what you do. They take a hula lesson. Of course. And Alice throws her back out. Oh. And guess what? She's got the tiki in her pocket. Oh. Because Bobby dropped it. And she picked it up. And instead of just taking eight steps back to the hotel room, mm-hmm. she put it in her pocket and went with. And then she threw her back out. And she had to go to the hospital. Okay. She wasn't getting laid anymore then. She did not. No. Nope. Maybe in traction. <laughs> yep. And then the third episode, the, the Hawaiian, final. Hawaiian way. Also, I forgot to mention in the first one, mm-hmm. um, one of the construction workers happens to be Don Ho. The actual the Don actual Ho. The actual Don Ho, and he's singing with a ukulele. For real. For real. You know who Don Ho is there, Dolan? Have you ever no, heard of Don he Ho? Isn't. Big ukulele guy? Yeah, see, he I knows. Know. Somewhere he sings... over the rainbow? No. no that's, Not that guy? Uh, that's, uh, 
I almost sent that to you today because of the video that you posted of the Korean kid yeah, yeah, yeah. playing the ukulele. Fang, Fang, I think is his name. Yeah, Fang. The, uh, uh, I cannot pronounce his name. Yeah, I know who you're the talking about. The big 400-pound yeah. Hawaiian dude. Yeah, him. This guy, no, that's not him. Oh. Don Ho sings a song called Tiny Bubbles. Tiny Bubbles. In the wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's there. He's famous in Hawaii, and he, at that time, was huge. He was like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things about the Brady Bunch. They always had big stars. Like, remember Joe Namath was on? It was the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And Peter, um, it's the biggest show of the time. Dude from the Monkees was on, I remember. Mm, Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter. So she throws her back out, all that good stuff. Um, this is, yeah, this was weird. The person that was teaching them, I found out some trivia, mm-hmm. that was teaching the girls how to dance. She was Miss Hawaii 1965. Oh. So, interesting. if you want to, you know, for some screen grabs or whatever. Sure. Uh, and then... He crashes. We got all that. The last one was they. The, finally, the locals just say they tell the kids, "You got to go put that back in the cave to get rid of the bad vibes." No more juju. Got to get rid of it. Yep. So they take it in there, and who's in the cave? Don Ho. No. No. A guy that's looking for artifacts and treasures. He's Man. a bad professor. Oh. oh. And his name is Vincent Price. No way. Yes. No. He guest stars. Holy cow! And he's like, yeah, like he's like the guy that uh, that Indiana Jones would be fighting against. Oh yeah, these belong in a museum. Yeah, that guy. He's the one stealing them. He's looking for Hawaiian artifacts, oh. and then they have to like catch him, and the cops come. Sure. So that's the end of episode three, hmm. season four, and they go back to California. So, so, so they gave it to Vincent Price then. No, I think they had. He wanted to steal it from him because he understood what it was, and they were oh. like, no, this has to stay here, and then they busted him cops came oh, okay I, I thought maybe they would just pass on the bad juju to no to the bad there was some hijinks you know and mm. jokes and bell bottoms and whatnot and sure he got yeah. in trouble hmm. so that's my hawaiian brady bunch information for you so I, this is interesting i i'm, I'm uh, checking this in on untapped right mm-hmm. now uh and my my comment is not bad for a las vegas beer yeah because i think that's where i'm at it, it's not bad for a las vegas beer uh, out of 4,386 yeah. reviews, where do you think this falls? 3.28. Dolan's going to go down. Zero. The, he's going to go in the twos. <sighs> Negative. See, I would rate it probably a 0.75. Wow. Well, you can. You can. Yeah. But um, probably a 3.5. It is 3.52. Whoa. You were yep. close. Yep. And honestly, out of Sours... Oh, oh, I lost my headphones. I lost everything. Damn it. There it is. went. There, there it is. is back. Uh, out of, as, as sours go, I, I give it a three and a half. It's fine. Hmm. Nothing, long, nothing wrong with it. What about this one? This one, you know, that's interesting. Let's look it up. I'm, uh, let's see. Oh, no, Licious. I'd be interested to know where they got the name from. Yeah. Did Yoko have anything to do is with it, that? Is it Oh, no, Licious or Oh, no, Licious? Oh, no, like Yoko. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. okay. Like, the, like the person that broke oh, up no. the Beatles. No, <laughs> don't don't disagree with me there. That's it's true. It's she didn't. It's a hundred percent true. No. Uh, let's <laughs> see, four thousand five hundred and four check-ins. What do you think on this one? On on oh no, I broke up the Beatles. Licious. Four point <laughs> oh nine. Uh, four point three. Three point nine eight. Mm-hmm. So pretty solid. I'd go. Yeah. I'd go four on this. Yeah. Yep. Not bad. From a complexity standpoint, it's 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 it, you know there are way more fruit forward, maybe yeah. more passion fruit forward. Almost it's, reminds me of fruit juice versus the other one was mm-hmm. like fruit flavored. So 
I think that's that's the comparison I'm making. Like this one is fruit sweet versus mm-hmm. sugar sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it better. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me too. Yeah. I, I can see that. That's, yeah, for sure. Sour, tropical, tart, fruity. There we go. On the untapped. I'm Good trying stuff. to get to your level of untapped, quite honestly. Well, it's going to take you a while. I know. I was in, I was very proud of my untapped numbers at the end of last year, and then you sent me your untapped numbers, and I felt inferior. My my brew-in-law um, tried over 1,000 unique beers last year. 1,000? In just a year. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. I, I had like 600. See, I have this thing where I feel weird about, like when I hang out with friends or whatever, or if I'm going to lunch with somebody, like I feel weird about pulling my phone out. Like, hmm. so I always forget to do the untapped. You should not feel weird. Yeah, or you I could just know. do it later. I know, True. but that's the thing. Like, I leave, and then it's like, mm. I can't get the picture, and then well, I'm eventually, not motivated. You'll you'll be the point where where I am, and that's mm-hmm. your main priority is to try something you haven't tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care who I'm with. I'm taking a picture of the beer <laughs> right. or the menu or wherever we're at. We're getting this out of the way first. Because mm-hmm. if I'm with you and you're with me, you know that's what I'm going to do. Totally. You're expecting it. Mm-hmm. Some people you'll go out to lunch with or dinner and they're Facebook scrolling or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing untapped. That's it. Like, that's <laughs> my thing, right? And then I'll be done with it and I'll put the phone away. But I am going to take a minute and I'm going to get my stats mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it right. And then I'm going to be done. That's Jenny has, uh, she's come to terms with that, quite honestly, wherever yeah. we go. Let me see the beer menu. Let mm-hmm. me order the beer, f- that, and yep. then put it on untapped, and then I'll put my phone away, and then we'll and then we'll have a yeah. And that's a normal go. thing. Mm-hmm. Just a buffer, like a m- minute a, or two. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Yeah, gotta do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, interesting how we went to Hawaii on this one. I get, I didn't think we would get. It's a there. nice. It was a nice uh, escape since it's been snowing and raining for the last few days. Ah, oh, no kidding. And I thought we'd get there with pineapple, and we didn't. We got there with Ninth Island, and I didn't understand. Now yep. I know where that came and from. And the Brady Bunch. Does pineapple even actually grow in Hawaii? Yes, because we talked about it. I think we did. Dole. I remember. I remember talking about it, mm-hmm. but I, I, but they don't anymore, right? Yeah, Isn't Dole that... doesn't have their mm-hmm. plant anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's like craft pineapple growers, like little independent farmers, still do. You know, what's mm. interesting too is I thought maybe you'd go with tiki, but we've already talked about. We've tiki. done that too. We've talked about a lot of but stuff. I have. I forgot. But about my that. brain is weird. So when I think Hawaii, the first thing I thought of was Brady Bunch. It was Brady Bunch? Yeah, <laughs> I've never been to Hawaii. Have you? Uh, yes, Other yes, than your yes. your surfing the, thing, the honeymoon, been, yeah, that, that was, was it. One time we went to Maui. Never, Dole. never been to Hawaii. Yeah, me neither. You know, it's one of those places that a lot of people have a desire to go to. I think I could. I mean, I'll still go there some point in my life, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. It, it's not like on the top ten for me. It's, it's so expensive. It's expensive. It's cool. You should go. Isn't it a long flight too? It is a long flight. I'm, I hate flying, but it is horribly expensive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was when we saw, so it was not definitely not like when you go to like Mexico or Jamaica or whatever, mm-hmm. like beach places and you get the all-inclusive yeah. or whatever. So this is our honeymoon and we thought, well, eh, honeymoon or whatever. When we got our room charges. Yeah, you were like, Whoa. oh, shnikes. <laughs> we drank what? We did yeah. what? Huh? Yeah. Wow. It was a it was a good chunk. I, I do know about Hawaii that there's a huge craft beer thing happening there now and there are so many breweries hmm. my sister goes with with my brew-in-law mm-hmm. every i don't know they've been a couple times now and uh yeah they just hit brewery after brewery after brewery so so it's not a, just kona no there's yeah i don't even think they make kona there no um, they don't but wiser yeah stupid. but there's a lot of good ones and they were really kind of in the forefront of the juicy ipa 
couple of years ago. That's really, really what was happening hmm. out there. So be interesting to see when they go back next what it what it's like but i could see why though i mean with the fruit flavors and mm-hmm. stuff i mean i could see why they have all those right at their you know disposal right out right outside go get your fresh fruit and sure do it right there and so do it right there and it'd be even fresher there. they were doing a lot of those and then they were doing a lot of those i think like berliner vice style oh. with the fruit syrups mm. so change your own flavor as much as you want have you ever seen those at no, a brewery or something but i would do that a lot of times you'll get like a base they'll just pour you a berliner vice in a glass okay and then they'll give you five different fruit like little squeeze bottles okay and you can just put it as much as you want in and then you try the next one and the next one and you're making up your own combinations it's almost like uh i don't know where else what do you, you can like see. when you go to denny's and they'd give you the different kinds of like syrup, flavored maybe. syrup yeah it's like that hmm, this time i'll have blackberry mm-hmm. flavor yeah that's what it would be like <laughs> okay we have blackberry we have cherry we have jalapeno we have something else and you just Ooh. make whatever you want to make I've, I've been to a couple places that do that Interesting. But they're all like fancy, you know, house made flavors. It's not like they just got hmm. a jar and opened and, and dumped, dumped it in, in front of you. So gotcha. it's like a little bit higher in than that. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, if you if you like what I hear, we've never ever in seventy plus episodes yeah. asked you to like, subscribe, you know, anything like that. So yeah. if you like what you hear here, you know, click the like button, click the subscribe button, you'll get notifications when uh, new episodes come out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. There we go. Evening. Late evening. Yeah. Late yeah. evening. You'll get notifications that new ones, uh, a new episode has come out. Um, if you run across a beer somewhere and you liked it a lot, yeah, uh, and you can, you know, you bring it back for us or send it or, to us or just let us you know. know. Yeah, yeah, and we would, uh, we'd love to try it here and, and talk about it and see where the research goes because I think that's half the fun of doing this is, is the research that Brian comes up with. Yeah, we never really know what we're gonna get into, so nope. it's kind of fun. Send beers in. Send send them in. Send them in. Yeah. Look, see, look yeah. we cleaned oh, out the beer see, fridge already, right? We oh. did. Yeah, so yeah, we have space. So now we have space. But I am already scheduled through March oh, at boy. this point. Oh, so Well, keep sending them in. Keep sending keeps, them in. No, no, yeah. keep sending them. Dolan has a great <laughs> idea that maybe someday we'll do. Uh, where we just do mini-sodes, where we just talk about the beer, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, we try, okay, here's the sour from wherever. And then we drink yeah. it, and we're like, oh, this is a sour. Okay, see you next time. Maybe wow. call whoever... Maybe call out whoever gave us the beer. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so, as long as we get to drink it, I, I'm okay with whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, yeah. So if you uh, if you're someplace and you have a fun beer or whatever, bring it to us, and we'd be happy to to drink it on the episode and, and talk about it. So, mm-hmm. until next time, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to a beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.